Good morning, Middle Earth, and welcome to another Second Breakfast bonus episode. This one is all about the one year anniversary of That's What I'm Talking About. That's right, y'all. We made it a year. Who would have thought? (laughs) Who would have thought? Not me. Before we get started with the total chaotic energy that is Ethan, Tyler, and I podcasting together, a quick announcement that I have a listener survey that I would love for you to take. This is so I can get a better understanding of who you are, who my audience is. And I want to know, like, have you seen the movies? Have you not seen the movies? Have you read the books? Are you even a fan of Lord of the Rings at all? I want to have a better understanding of, of who you are as a human being. No, I'm just kidding. It's not that deep. It's a couple questions. It's really quick and easy. And the link will be in this episode description. And then also we were just too silly and off topic for me to ever actually be serious, but I want to give like a formal, official, huge, massive thank you to literally everyone who has put their hands on this podcast in any way, shape or form. Thank you so much for listening to this for a year. I legitimately didn't think I would have any listeners at all. So thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much to everyone who has ever been a guest. I've had so many guests and they've all been amazing. When I started this podcast, I was deeply terrified of having guests that would come on and judge me and make fun of me for not knowing anything, which I get is kind of the gimmick, or think I was stupid or be really not fun and they would take this too seriously or something. So like, I'm I'm just so amazed by the people that I've gotten to talk to. Thank you so much to Vaishon Brandon for designing beautiful, amazing cover art and the logos and everything. I love it so much. If you ever need any kind of design work done, look no further than Vaishon Brandon. He's awesome at graphite.vmb on Instagram. And then also thank you to the entire WBE network. They're amazing people. To, to get to be a network on with. So if you haven't listened to any of the other WB&E shows, you should go do that right now. Um, actually, but before you do that, you should listen to the rest of this episode. So here we go. Oh, right. I never know how to open my bonus episode things. So this is, hold on. We were talking about um, writing essays. Five paragraphs? Who Who writes essays this way? If I... Submit an article to BuzzFeed. It's five paragraphs. They will not run it. I mean, but who writes essays anymore? I'm not well, Alexander like, Hamilton. Like, I'm not writing the, the uh, 55 essays about a topic. I'm writing a book. I no, I get I... that. But we also, we Ethan, we are in the film review world. Do you know who writes essays to the public? If, if Alexander reviewers. Hamilton written, it had written federalism colon a novel, he probably would still be alive. <laughs> have printing presses back then no, yes they did, they did. <laughs> sort of a major plot point of that musical no, I know. I know. several major plot points the printing press i didn't know it i didn't know hamilton was about the printing just press. The, ex- awesome. the the existence of the printing press is implied in hamilton <laughs> i know it yes um, the Reynolds i should pamphlet. know the year if you read man this? that one is my favorite song in the show all I know is all people only want us to talk Hamilton, so I feel like 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 that's been yeah, our Mary most Clay doesn't want to watch Hamilton. Mary Clay picked a very bad time to not be into Hamilton. I don't want to watch Hamilton. I'm so over it. Fourteen. I know it was in the 1400s. 1440. Gutenberg printing yeah. press. Yeah. Johannes Gutenberg. I've seen Hamilton six times. Oh man, that's six. Numbers. Six. Oh yeah. I'm I'm well over ten. 
That pains me. I'm sure you are because you did four days, four, four times first day. Mm. I might be at seven. <laughs> I'm not going to lie to you. I'm not sure. That pains me. Do you know what happens so when you good. open Disney Plus and your option is Hamilton or literally anything else on Disney Plus? It is so easy yeah. to be like, oh, I'm Or you just again. don't open Disney it's Plus. It's so easy to click Hamilton and it shows the castle and does like. And you're like, I'm sucked in. So here's. Okay. Here's my one and only take that we're going to get on Hamilton and then we are moving on because I'm so just, I'm, just, I'm, hey, my energy hey, for it just is watch out. It. Just watch it. I don't want to watch it because if I wanted to go I promise watch, you it's better than the touring cast you saw. I, if I wanted to go watch a musical, I want, if, okay, if I want a taped record, professional taped recording of a, of a play or a musical, I literally just want someone to set up a tripod in the back of the theater and leave it alone. Because the part that I enjoy about theater is that you can look all around the stage and be like, oh, look at that background ensemble member. Oh, look at, I didn't realize that Burr was standing in the corner of this stage during this scene. But when you have it like cinematographically, <laughs> that's not a word. It's, okay. <laughs> I, I hear what you're saying. Oh, I hear what you're saying. I'll I hear what you're this. saying. Yeah. It does a really good job of letting you see Burr in the corner or whatever there's, it is. There's a really easy solution to this problem though. Watch it seven times. Oh, there we go. You'll pick Boom. things up. You'll be like, "What is what is Man no, Five doing?" No, but you're still just watching the, the same shots over and over again. I want to be able to watch it seven times and stare at one fourth of the screen you the can. whole time. It's a comfort of your own and, home, and then just see what goes on in that part of, in the in the upper left corner of the stage. I want to see what happens in upper okay. left stage. Mary Clay. It took me until the last time I watched it to realize that during the Reynolds pamphlet, Washington looks all disappointed at Hamilton and then picks up the literal chair that was at his desk and walks away with it. When he, then they're doing the whole, you're never going to be president now thing. Like, these are things I would never have picked up on. The other thing is that in 2016, there was a fantastic joke going around on Tumblr. And I turned <laughs> it into an take. audio post. No. And I turned it into an audio post. Because the original one disappeared, and it's such a fantastic joke, and now people are laughing at it again like it's brand new content. And I'm like, no, this has been around for four years. I strike him right between his ribs. I walk towards him, but I am ushered away. They rowing back across the Hudson. I get a drink. I hear wailing in the streets. Somebody tells me. You done messed up, A.A. Ron! Yeah, they're new that fans now. That's like the least okay. funny thing you could ha say years. regarding Hamilton. For four years. Yeah, it's that's been a around. dead joke. And now people are no, it's not on, because on, people on TikTok Ethan, are acting up. like they invented it. Ethan, set it up. Do that. I've been, I hear wailing in the streets. Like, here, set it up for me, please. I don't know the melody for that. Just, just sing the freaking line, Ethan. Come on. I hear wailing in the streets. That's a wail. Uh, is a whale noises? Okay. Yeah. Anyway, welcome back to that's <laughs> what I'm talking about. My name is Mary Clay. Okay, Watt. this is. <laughs> My name's Ethan Edgehill. <laughs> And my name's Mary Clay Watt. And my name's and Mary Clay Watt. And my name's I regret.
making this podcast. Um, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, hold on. Conceptually, I hear what you're saying about Hamilton. One seat, like that's how it was when you see it in the theater. I didn't get to see stage right or stage left. I don't know. The right side when you walk in uh, because I was seated like behind left. that. What literally ever? Oh my God. I run a film podcast. I don't need if your pretentious at, takes. If you're looking at the stage, if you're in the audience looking at the stage, everything is opposite. That's stupid. Because it's it's from uh, no, it's from the actor's point of view. Anyway, so that when you're blocking it, you're like, "Hey, go stage left." The actor goes to their left. I hey, see you should just watch left. it. Just just it's like it's two and a half hours. Just also, watch I'm it. not going to pay fifteen dollars a month. We have a for business account. Have a business account. <laughs> I'm not going to log into it out of principle. <laughs> I'm going to keep paying for it. I'm going to buy see, a second. I, I account. ignored Hamilton. <laughs> I ignored Hamilton on principle for like five years and I regret this time. I could have gone um, to see it in December and I chose not to because I didn't like Hamilton. And that's okay. Honestly, I went and did see it in December and I wasn't oh, I was, super I was going to see it on Broadway. Okay. The road way. That would have been, that would have been so much money, man. It's less than what, you would like have thought, but more than I wanted to pay without ever having experienced it. Look, all I know is my brother was like, we have season tickets. And I'm like, okay. Sounds good. Cool. So let's talk about the making okay, of so, that's what I'm talking about. Is yes. that what this is about? I genuinely no idea. <laughs> okay. Hello. I see. This is what happens when I don't come up with some we kind of introduction for my for my bonus Saturday second breakfast podcast. I things devolve into chaos. Wait, is this like public? No. Yeah, it this will, will be. be going public. So this isn't like just this for patrons. Saturday. This is like for everybody. Yes. Yeah. It's oh, like a one man. year celebration thing. I'm so excited. I'm so <laughs> proud of you, by the way. Can we just for one second? You've been doing this for a whole freaking year. That's the coolest thing. We were like not friends before this. And then we were like, you saw your tweet, right? I guess we're going to get into this. That's Do you know when the tweet meeting. was? Yes. Yeah, let me pull it up. Yeah, so I thought, so, okay, I, I genuinely feel like I need to do, like, hello, listeners, welcome to Second Breakfast. This is a bonus episode. Right. Welcome. I'm not actually Joining Mary me. Kelly Watt. I'm Ethan Edgehill. <laughs> and I'm Joining Tyler Carlin. are the bane of my existence, Ethan Ooh, Edgehill and Tyler Carlin. can't spell bane without B and E. <laughs> this is true, unfortunately. You tweet too much you should try <laughs> tweeting less things who me i yes, think you I'm i think only that is, in june that i think that is the uh theme song of uh now this this merry group is you tweet too much <laughs> too much <laughs> you I invest so many... too much energy in the least valuable social media my favorite thing is when i'll start writing a tweet but then i the idea disappears like halfway through, but I'm like, no, this will come back to me later. So I save it as a draft. So I have four tweets in a row saved as drafts right now. One just says creators are human too. Great. I don't know what the point I was going on with that one. Was. Man, you were about to drafts? really defend somebody right there. You were, <laughs> I you put, were going to James Charles <laughs> I know, was right? ready for your lawyering is up. Who? It had yeah. to be about Jenna Marbles. It has to be. Oh, it's got to be Jenna Marbles. It's got to be Jenna then, Marbles. Yeah, maybe. Then I have a year later, here's the video, um, and there's no video, so I guess I haven't <laughs> edited the video yet. And then I also have full bed, just that. Do you Hold on. Do you sleep on a queen or a full? No, I have a full bed, so I know it's somehow in relation to a full mattress, So, but I wrote full bed. You sleep on a full-size bed? And I really... Yes. Okay. Because no, I... Cool. I'm I'm single. <laughs> when am I? <laughs> I? I mean, I feel like I could sleep on a pair of twin beds. No, no, I couldn't. But 
And then I have end of Avatar The Last Airbender, Zuko goes it. That's it. I don't know what that was in reference to. All I know is people love Avatar The Last Airbender. Those are all my favorite cryptic tweets. I have very few drafts, uh, like extremely few drafts. I'm not really a draft person, but I do have one that says, and actually a lot of my drafts were like things that recently were things I decided not to say during like the riots. Yeah, smart move. Yep. Um, Understandable. Just like things I ended up rewording or doing something differently. But I do have a tweet that says, petition for Billy Joel to remake. We didn't start the fire about 2020, but he still, for some reason, has to yell trouble in the Suez. Okay. That's my only recent draft. That's a joke that's over my head. Do you? Yeah. So my drafts. Uh, I don't draft, man. I don't. I wish these. I wish the tweet the your drafts were dated. Did you find the tweet? Oh, yeah. Is that what I was pulling up? Yeah. I want to know when the tweet <laughs> is and I want the uh, I want the con- the actual because we, we're telling the story of how this got started, right? Yeah. So I wanted to have y'all on because I think uh, I don't even know if I know like the full story and like all our sides of how that's what I'm talking about came to be. And I think it's a funny, interesting story that's pretty unique to how a lot of people start podcasts. So I just thought it would be fun for us to go down memory lane about a year, you know, f- uh, 14 months ago. Yeah, sure. So on May 5th of Cinco de Ma- on Cinco de Mayo of 2019, I tweeted, podcast idea. I read the Lord of the Rings movies, have you, having only seen the first movie and hating it, and have hardcore Lord of the Rings fans on as guests, a la Potterless. It's called That's What I'm Talking About. So I'm going to actually, I'm going to roll it back to January of oh, 20, geez, 2019. Yeah, 2019. Okay. Um, Tyler and I are at PodCon, right? And at the PodCon- great- Holy crap. Hold on. Back it up real quick. Do not be bragging about how cool PodCon is now that there is no more PodCon. I'm not going right. to Don't be about I, I'm to not, do that's that. That's not the point. That's not the point. That's not the point. But let me, let me, if you are an aspiring podcaster and you're curious about like, should I spend money to go to one of these podcasting conventions? Yes. Yeah, you should do that. You should do whichever one is near you. It might be really expensive. They've gotten very pricey for some reason. I don't care. And I think they're all canceled for the year anyway. So right. yeah, obviously not right no now, more. but like when things pick back up, don't do the digital one, go in person, network, meet people. Anyway, move on. So Tyler and I go to a seminar at PodCon about monetizing your podcast, right? And one of the people on this panel is Mike Schubert of Potterless. He's the he's like the chairman of the panel. No. No, he's not. You're right. But he is definitely the most charismatic person on that stage. Yes, absolutely. He's the one that made an impression. And I'm like, what is Potterless? He's like, yeah, so I'm the guy that reads Harry Potter and had never read Harry Potter before. And I was like, man, this is a really good idea. I wish there was other things we could do this with. Fast forward three months. Uh, Mary Clay Watt, this this person who had like just generally gotten in Tyler and I's mentions for the last year and some change about this podcast. Um person we went to school with but i had never met in school uh we didn't just tw- go to school with you were in wcn yeah so you had a radio yeah. show backing and- the, yeah so backing this up even further tyler ethan and i all went to cnu together and we were i was in different a different year than them um and we all did uh the college radio wcnu you also and- correct me if i'm wrong you were also in the service fraternity thing no. No? Okay, sorry. I had that backwards. No. That's cute that you think I would serve others. Well, that's, I mean, right, ah! that, that's kind of what I was thinking, but you look like a York no. East person, so, like, that's PLP. Oh, I was a, oh, <laughs> oh, I wasn't in a service, for, but, yeah, I was, I was in PLP. 
Did you for finish a semester? PLP? Okay, no. no, I was about to say. For a semester. There's no way. There's no way. You took a leadership Wait, have I not minor. Told you, have I not told you guys this? No. Yeah, I, I was. Not, so our school yeah. has our school has a leadership program, and uh, my parents made me do it because. So the high school I went to, we had a specialty center. All the high schools in my county have different like specialty centers. And the one at my high school was leadership. It was like leadership in government. And I don't even remember. And you apply to get into these centers in eighth grade. And I didn't get in and I didn't care because I don't I'm not a leadership and government kind of a studying gal. So but my parents were very dead set on me doing like all the smart kid things because I was a smart kid. And I think they were emotionally hurt that I wasn't in the in the center. And so when I got into PLP, they're like, you're doing it whether or not you want to. And I was like, I don't want to study leadership. And they're like, too bad. So I did it for a semester. Actually, I did it for like a semester and a half. And halfway through spring semester freshman year, I was like, I don't like this. So I dropped. <laughs> like everyone. And yeah. yeah like 90% uh, of people. It was a great decision. I was still in the honors program, though. I was not. Did you get Finger a good guns. GPA? Finger guns. Finger guns. Yeah, I was magna cum laude, y'all. Nice. Get out. Yeah, like I said, I was a smart kid. Holy crap. I was smart in high school. I mean, I'm I still smart. Like half of my brain cells I do not want to died. tell you what my graduating GPA was. It was the only... Look... Here's the thing about my graduating GPA. Yes, am I very happy with it? Of course. Does it do anything to fill the void in my life? Is it on no. your resume? That's what I want to know. <laughs> it is on my resume. I yeah. would never put my resume. I did much better than Tyler, and I'm still ashamed of mine. Yeah, no. Oh, man. <laughs> oh, my God. Like, as happy and proud I'll tell you. as I am of that number, does it do anything my- to... Make me feel better as a person. My grade point average definitely reflects the work I put in college. Oh Not my, my God, intelligence, yes. but the work I put in in college. I was, I mean, you, was there anything more frustrating than going to a class in college and really giving it your all and getting a good grade and then being like, crap, I could have done this for I all like of a, them. So my first, my freshman year, I got like a 2.1. And then my senior year, I got like a, like a 3.6. So I, it, it didn't even out the way I wanted it to, but like. I definitely at some point was like, okay, I might have to try in college. Oh, 2.1 would have yeah. been an improvement on my graduating GPA. Oh, my god! Oh, I graduated with a 275. <laughs> cool. Yeah, anyway, I... so take you back to, to this. Okay, yeah. So anyway, yeah. So we all, we all did our college radio. And so I think because of that, Tyler's Twitter popped up into my, like, recommended people to follow. And I was like, okay, cool. And I think every now and then I would see you tweeting about, like, oh, we're you know, like, submit, we're in the studio doing our show. Tell us what your favorite movie is or something. We didn't do a movie show then, but and I'm so sorry no, for the tweets that we no, did No, no, then. no, no, no. Because I remember, like, maybe the one and only time I actually did listen to y'all's show. Because I was like... That's all it takes is remember. one listen. I know, one time. Um, you tweeted something about, like, we're talking about mind f- movies and i replied and was like oh donnie darko is a good one." Oh, and ethan ripped into you and oh i had don't to, remember what you said have. but yeah absolutely <laughs> had to have i know me seven years ago 100 percent chance i was like donnie darko is the worst movie ever it's a it's a good movie it's so okay, good don't so, listen to it so <laughs> spring of 2000 so like that yeah. kind of brought me into at least tyler's twitter sphere at some point or another i think i followed ethan yeah no, we hold launched on. the podcast definitely and then you followed me hold on i have a question <laughs> um 
did you know my brothers? Was that like any Mm-mm. influence on you following me? Or no. were you like, what's Super Carlin Brothers? That's the other thing that I make fun of a lot is... Be nice. <laughs> so when... No, 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 no. Um, so when y'all first were like, oh, we want to help you produce this thing, I was like, oh, I think I've seen Tyler's other brothers pop up in my like recommended people to follow because I remember seeing the last name Carlin. Right. And I was like, oh, I think these guys are his brothers. I think they have a YouTube channel. What uh-huh. is this? I was like, maybe I should look into this. And I was like, oh, they have a 2 million subscriber empire going on here. Okay. But I kept until I like before I researched that, I just kept getting like recommended to follow your brothers. So every time someone popped up, I was like, oh my God, how many brothers does this kid have? So I thought you had like 10 brothers. Yeah, there's the Super Carlin brothers. There's 10 of them. And then their youngest brother, Tyler, who doesn't work there. And then especially because it said in their bio, I didn't actually, I wouldn't like the first couple times I like clicked on their profiles, I didn't actually like go to the YouTube channel or anything. It just said in their bio, Super Carlin Brothers. So my head associated the word super with like a lot for some reason. And I was like, oh, they have some kind of company where it's all of the brothers. Millions of Carlin Brothers. <laughs> Many Carlin You can be a Carlin Brother if you want to. <laughs> so in my mind, it was basically like the Duggars, but Carlins. God. Oh, God. <laughs> you know, it's so funny. Uh, this isn't that funny. There's a lot of connecting points here, but... My dad's oh, boss when we were growing up had a Duggar type family, lots of kids. Anyway, cool. Um, you want to know what's weird? Duggar TikTok. Not TikTok. No, I'm not. I there. got onto Duggar TikTok, and the- it's an interest. It's people like raiding the girls' wedding dresses and bridesmaids' dresses. I'll tell you. And I have fully <laughs> made it into Frog TikTok. Ooh, Frog That's talk. a good place to be. Frog TikTok thinks I am one of them. TikTok. And you know what? They have their they have their own individual sets of jokes that I like don't get. It'll be like a frog sitting on something sadly, and it'll play that "Give Me the Beat Boys" song. <laughs> what on earth every that single context one of them. do like, you need? This is so I know, but this is just like I don't hear that song ever on TikTok except I when it's a frog. Literally, just spit all over. Like we're talking Jonathan Groff. <laughs> okay, real quick, <laughs> Hamill stands. He like that was intentional. That was a character choice. It was not. I yes, don't think it was. It was. No, it I think it. it I think I bet you he walked off the stage that night and was like, I can't believe. No, he's always that. like that. Apparently he just spits when he sings constantly. Oh my god. I would still have thought that was good cuz he only does it in that first song. My understanding was that first song was no, like Baby he's, King George. He's wet the whole time. That's I think we all are. Anyway, <laughs> so spring of 2019. Uh Mary Clay oh tweets God, this. Crying. Can you read the tweet again? So, okay. So other context, the way that this tweet came out is I was driving around the Target parking lot trying to find a parking spot as one does. Not the Broad Street Target? The, <laughs> huh? The Broad Street Target? Uh, yeah. The one nice. with the, with the, with the, across the street, there's like a bunny costume. It's like waving yes, the sign. That's that the one. one. Yeah. Yes. Is that yeah. the one down toward the West End? Uh, yeah, that's the one, um... What is that? We are the least focused group in the world. Mary Clay. Um, So (laughs) I was driving around looking for a parking spot and the song Let's Give Him Something to Talk About came on the radio. And my brain was trying to work the word Tolkien into let's give him something. So I was like just driving like let's give him something to Tolkien about. 
Let, no. And I was just reworking that idea while I was driving around in the parking lot. And then I came up with, that's what I'm talking about. And then I tweeted it. And then, oh, yeah. So it says, yeah, podcast idea. I read Lord of the Rings, having only seen the first movie and hating it and have hardcore Lord of the Rings fans on as guests a la Potterless. It's called That's What I'm Talking About. Do you know what the problem with Tolkien compared to JKR is? is uh, He's he, dead. Blessedly. God, thank God. Can you imagine? Huh. Anyway, the good thing is when you finished the series, you were like, you know, that that actually, well, I guess you haven't finished finished. But as you get closer to the end, you're like, that was actually pretty freaking good. And uh, yeah, I don't think Mike said the same thing. I don't know. Could be wrong. Ooh. I did not listen. Um, okay. Now let's let Ethan yeah. tell his side anyway, that so you interrupted. I see this tweet and I'm like, this is gold. I hate that she had this idea Without me, a person who barely knows her. I'm like, how can I swindle this person into, like, letting us have this show under our umbrella? And so I think about this for for a whole 11 days. Okay, I think Tyler and I maybe have mentioned it back and forth, talked about it a little bit. No, you didn't, because you replied, like, an hour later and said, backed, how can I assist you in making this a reality? Yeah, but but then, like... I didn't actually think it was going to go anywhere. I didn't I didn't think it was going to end up being like... I mean, neither did I. We make yeah, you a formal truthfully. offer or whatever. So fast forward 11 days. I am at a My Brother and My Brother and Me live show in Cincinnati, Ohio. Hammered. I think we all are. The best of our ideas. And I text up. Tyler and I say, I want to offer Mary Clay a deal. We'll cover her pod- Podbean for a year. I'll produce the show. We'll call it a Bacon and Eggs podcast. We'll allocate some small number of dollars per month for advertising. And we'll take, say, 20% of whatever she makes for advertising and eventual Patreon. I don't know if it'd be profitable or not, but I'd rather have I'd rather have her under the umbrella. And Tyler said, yeah, I'm game with that. I'd like to set an, up an official conversation. And I said, I'm pitching it to you first, though. <laughs> I, I already said yes. <laughs> Wait, is this the actual text? That's the actual yes, text. Word yeah. for word, yeah. Yeah, that's word for word. On, oh, my uh, gosh. Yeah, 6.35 p.m., uh, May 16th, 2019. And I, wow. you know, to this wow. day, I don't think we've turned a profit. So. <laughs> this is accurate. <laughs> but you yeah, have, we did. and that's really what matters. I wanted you to make money. That's we did all just that pay for your second year, I believe. So, yeah, so keep going. Uh, Podbean also does not notify you at all that you're about to be charged <laughs> yeah, $108. It, just dollars. It. it was just like... <laughs> I got the email and was like, oh. Yeah. Also, you'll be pleased to know, Mary Clay, Podbean has caught up and figured it out its things. Thank the Lord. I was just, look, I was just mostly mad because Tyler, I'm going to kick you off of this podcast. Uh, it'll just be like and Ethan and, and Mary Clay and occasionally there'll be just like a bout of silence where my audio was. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. What if I just deleted your audio when I go to edit this? That'd be wild. That'd be a I wild did. effort. Okay. Anyway. So I don't, I don't even know what we were talking about. No. Yeah, so, so, that's, you ta- that's yeah, so, Ty- so Tyler's in. And then, like, a couple days later, y'all texted or messaged me and were like, so are you actually going to do this podcast thing? And I was like, I mean, IDK, I'm, I was, like, truthfully still hung over two days later from my sister's wedding and was like, I can't think about that right now. Um, but I was like, yeah, I mean, maybe, sure. And then you guys were like, cool, do you want to come on our podcast for an episode? And I was like, um okay and i was immediately suspicious and then on may 23rd that happened 
Oceans uh, 11. Yeah, because you guys were like, you, we're going to cover Oceans 11. Do you want to come on? And I was like, I have never in my life tweeted about Oceans 11. Well, yeah, I was like, I, okay. I maybe would have gotten it if like you had had me come on for like Captain Marvel or something. Well, or... we were already going to do Oceans. Much like how we came up with this week's idea. We were already going to cover Oceans 11. <laughs> yeah. And then we're like, man, we should get Mary Clay on for an audition. There we for go, a screen yeah. test. Audition is such a weird way to, like, looking back on it now, it's like, I mean, I guess we did put like dollars into it, so I understand why we were like, let's do some research. But yeah, we just can't imagine sure you weren't whack and that it like was right. going to be chill. Jokes on you. No, oh my god, because <laughs> I crap. am. <laughs> you are not whack at all. I. Oh, we are so lucky at WBNE. There's so many not good podcasters out there, and none yeah, of them are on our network. So that's how the network got started. Yeah, that was the first show added that's to the weird. network, yeah. and then there were four more, I think. Yeah. Four more what? Yes. What shows? shows? Yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I just remember that first episode, the doing Ocean's Eleven, and just in the back of my mind being like, this is weird, but okay. Were you like, <laughs> I don't want, you had long hair that day. Were you like, I don't want, like, I'm not having fun? Or were you like, this is a lot of fun? What if Ethan, what if we finished it and Ethan was like, cool, can you edit it? Would you have been like, Oh, uh, no. <laughs> yeah, even even like, to this day, no. I was like, Mary Clay should just let me edit her show. Not to this day, but like for a while. Because <laughs> you would like complain about edit. You were like, I want to do it myself. And I was like, I mean, okay, that's fine. It'll be a lot yeah. less effort for me. Yeah, no. I, um, yeah, I'm like way too controlling in type A too. I'm the kind of person that one time I asked, like whenever in school, our teachers were like, this is going to be a group project. I was like, can I do this alone? Oh, man. So, because I don't trust other people. So how's the experience been making a <laughs> podcast for a year? Oh, my gosh. That's what's weird is that, like, I... Okay, so actually, what what were y'all's, like, first, I don't know, ideas or impressions or expectations for, like, how this was going to go? I had no idea. I thought the idea was good enough that it would either be, um, like, a viral success, which, you, like, I would never bank on. Um, because like viral success in podcasting does not work. Yeah. Like, like nobody, the McElroy's don't have that. Joe Rogan doesn't have that. Like nobody has that. Um, except for cereal. Cereal had Sarah Koenig. Cereal had that. And like, it has spawned the most frustrating, largest cereal had that. And, uh, and that's why we drink had that. That was like, they had like an overnight viral success. Um, yeah, they got put on the Buzzfeed, like five podcasts you have to listen to. And they, oh, they I just like, like randomly found them one day on Spotify. Yeah, but they went from like ten thousand to ten million downloads like overnight. Oh wow! Uh, I watched, I listened from the beginning because I knew. Um, but even then, yeah, it's like a, yeah. it was like Buzzfeed's victory that they were so big. Yeah, uh, you know, like Buzzfeed puts out a gazillion articles a day that don't go anywhere. So I thought this is either going to be like wildly successful beyond what we know what to do with. Um, but I didn't. I didn't like. I was. I was pretty sure we could manage whatever happened. Or it's going to like flop. And I'm happy to say that neither of those things happened. <laughs> it is like the best, most consistent growing show on the network, which is awesome. And I love to see. Um, and it's it's really cool to watch your numbers grow. And I love like opening TikTok and seeing like you have like almost 7,000 followers on TikTok. And right there in the bio is that's what I'm talking about. I think that's so cool. Uh, yeah, you bet I'm going to use my my <laughs> viral TikTok, my TikTok fame, if you will. No pictures, please. 
TikTok is one of the most useless platforms to have. Like, I have a video with over 400,000 views. And it gets That is nothing. useless. Yeah, it's the same with That's Twitter. absolutely useless. I honestly think... Yeah, I mean, I agree with you. It's totally useless. It's the same thing on Twitter. Like, somebody will have a viral tweet and beneath it... It used to be mixtapes. I honestly... Like, obviously, I love the petitions and the donations and everything that's underneath viral tweets right now. But I miss the, like, little guy... Going viral over something and then... And then, like, promoting a SoundCloud or, yeah. or whatever it was. Like, I think that's a fun, exciting thing. And now I feel like if the little guy with the SoundCloud wins Twitter for the day, then he can't be like, oh, check out my SoundCloud. He has to direct things back to Yeah, there's, more like, noble an expectation causes. nowadays yeah. to... Yeah, that you have to have, like... You have to be, like, a... a activist of responsible that's how long it took my brain to come up with the word responsible you're so Holy responsible cow. to cut you have to be like a responsible twitter user now so ugh, yeah internet whatever okay yeah so i also kind of had similar i i thought for sure i was like this is gonna do nothing and it'll just be i guess fun for a couple weeks and then they're gonna realize that this is such a dumb paid for the year so you're stuck (laughs) i know right i was like (laughs) i think that was was our deal is that you had to do it for six months yeah and i was like this is gonna they're gonna be they're gonna immediately regret this like a couple weeks in and they're gonna realize that this is a disaster and that nothing is happening and they're gonna be like so it's okay if you don't want to do this anymore screw that (laughs) if you ever sent me a message that was like i don't want to do this i would have spent the next like six hours trying to sell you on continuing continuing to do it (laughs) (laughs) i'm still dreading the day when you're like i don't want to do this anymore i am really scared that you're almost done with the books because that means that there's like a there's a chance yeah. for a milestone no. conversation. I no, I promise there's not because I'm I'm gonna ma- I'm going to do at some point. I need to record like a frequent frequently asked questions like episode. So people stop because, asking if you're gonna cover the movies. So people stop asking if I'm gonna cover the movies. Um, so which like I appreciate that I have listeners that want me that want to keep listening to me cover this stuff. But yeah, so like at one point or another, I am going to do some kind of frequently asked questions thing where I say like, I'm going to be covering the movie. I'm going to cover the Lord of the Rings movies. I'm going to do the Hobbit book. I'm going to do the Hobbit movies. I'm going to do the animated movie. I'm going to do the, um... What, but the real question is like, are you doing the rest of Tolkien's works? <sighs> that's what like we're gonna have to. But like he doesn't. That's have works the that milestone matter. conversation, <laughs> right? I feel like the Silmarillion is like the end of the gray area. And then, like I'm not saying you have to do the Silmarillion. Maybe that's the entrance to the gray area. The thing is, is that it's not necessarily that like I don't want to cover it or I don't want to keep podcasting. It's that. Sometimes I like I already kind of have a hard enough time finding guests to read the book. Right. I don't I have zero like I have I can only imagine how much harder it will be to find guests who are willing to read like this obscure work of Tolkien that is incredibly dry and dense. Right. And I think that there's like an option there. There's a few options, at least from my perspective of being like. Well, for the Silmarillion, there is not other guests. There's Casey Winners, and he joins me every week. <laughs> it's just me and Casey on right. podcast. Which is like, I would like oh boy, if what that's what you want to do. I'm down. But like, there's Casey's also like, like calm, quiet, intelligent energy, and then there's me who Tyler in our episode. I was like, what do you mean, Seerth Ungol and Minas Morgul are two different towers? <laughs> exactly right. <laughs> um, or you have. 
I think there's an option for like a certain type of guest for you to seek out and you'd have to do it like in advance. But I feel like with something like uh, the Silmarillion, which is so insanely dense, you could literally seek out like not like Internet Tolkien scholars, but like college professors. Oh, who teach I'm it. afraid to have anyone smarter than the Winters on. <laughs> <laughs> Because <laughs> one day you might have to. We'll see. <laughs> I know. But that- I'm I'm afraid to have the, like any of the Tolkien scholars on because they take this so seriously. Heaven and then forbid. meanwhile, I'm over here like, yeah, so Gollum was wearing Boromir's skin suit. Yes, that's what's so great. I think that they would find that refreshing. I think yeah, that, I, that, I, I imagine that. they would be just this much pedantic. Actually, that's kind of what I thought. When I like came up with this idea, I was coming at it from a place of like, oh, this will be hilarious because it's going to be me who doesn't give a flying fart about Lord of the Rings coming in and just absolutely decimating this like classical work of fiction and and infuriating. That's what what Potterless is, is Mike the whole time is just like, this is stupid. Wizards are dumb. And people are like, no, they're not. I know. Yeah. I just thought it was going to be me having guests on and making them mad. So yeah. And then you immediately realized that the thing was not that bad. It's okay. It's so good. Get out of freaking like So actually (laughs) as listener. Okay. I'm trying to think what, so this is coming out this Saturday. So in about oh my god my brain oh the, the thought two, of using we, I'm trying to I'm trying to think on podcast time here in about a week and a half I think maybe you will hear my full thoughts on the chapter but as we're recording this I have read the Mount Doom chapter where they destroy the ring and it blew my mind I was like in I was kind of in denial that it had happened. And I was just like, because I was like, I've been doing this for a year, living, like waiting for this moment, doing everything in my entire being to avoid finding out this detail. And then I read it and I was like, Gollum? Are you kidding me? It was him! We have him to thank for this! You gotta. You're gonna have to put a like a, a spoiler alert right there. I've read your reviews. Some people get mad oh, that yeah. you spoil. That things. made me laugh that <laughs> I spoiled someone on Lord of the Rings. So in like the first month. So oh, man. Anyway, to be fair, we did sell it as like listen along with Mary Clay as she learns things. Who yeah. Knows nothing, well, so. I mean, the thing that I had learned is that Gandalf dies and comes back to life. And apparently that was a spoiler. It was mostly just that I was surprised that there were people who knew less than I did. So, but um. But yeah, I, yeah, I can't believe that like it's, I've never done, that was the other thing is that I have, I haven't done anything for a year except live. (laughs) That's been for 25 long years. So (laughs) the fact that like I've been doing anything for a year at all is insane. And I keep joking that like, well, I mean, technically, let's say today's the 21st, something could go drastically wrong in the next three days. Uh, but don't say we'll that. see. Don't say that. <laughs> so how many chapters do you have left? So, uh, six. Dang. I think I'm going to. So we got like fewer chapters. seven months of content. Well, left. see the, I was going to say, that's what's so funny is I'm throughout return of the King. I'm like, Oh my God, I can't believe I'm almost finished. And then I'm like, Oh no, I still have like 15 more weeks left of this. <laughs> I'm not almost finished at all. But I have, uh, I am a little bit ahead of where I, 
I have been working ahead recently because I'm going to the beach the first week in August. So I'm trying to like take off that week um, and not have to like edit or record that week or anything. You're welcome um, for an so hour I, and a half long episode. Huh? I got you ahead. I got you two episodes. You did. So and now I'm going to have to edit more of you. I feel like I just I just finished editing you. I have to edit Tyler's voice <laughs> a lot. I'm easy to edit. I don't swear. I don't. I'm easy. Oh my god. The problem is that like we both I feed into we feed into each other's chaotic energy. And that's fun except for when you're trying to actually cover something. <laughs> I okay. So I really wish that I could like my brain processed the whole chapter and was like I can't wait to talk about this detail and this detail and this detail and this detail. I can't. I, it's just <laughs> not there. About and I'm like so scared of arrival here in the next 15 and minutes. Final Fantasy. Oh man. my god, I forgot about Final Fantasy conversation. Yeah, you talked a lot about Final Fantasy. Okay, anyway, so yeah, I don't know. Yeah, so I guess uh that's kind of where we're at now. It's been a a crazy year and um I'm not, you know, just because I'm in it would have been it that being said, like, it would have been really nice if reading, if me finishing Return of the King had aligned with my one year anniversary, but I guess not. Whatever. Did you do like six two-parters? Because if so. No, it. I would have had to, actually, I would have had to do the opposite where I, there were a couple, remember those times in, when I was doing fellowship and I was covering like two chapters in one yes, episode? Yes, I remember this. <laughs> and, and you we were, were like, should I? We, no. <laughs> and then we all... Like we kept saying no, and like, you're like, "I'm gonna do it anyway." <laughs> well, because in the beginning, there was one chapter where literally all they did was like sit around a living room, and Frodo was like, "So I have the ring," and right. then the other hobbits were like, "Yeah, we know," and right. then they left. But I was fa- in my mind, I was fast forwarding to today when we're <laughs> right like, now. "So what are you gonna do next?" The movie, and like those are those are valuable weeks that we could have been literally going to be covering the movies. For months. Like, I would imagine that each movie is going to have three episodes at least. Mm -hmm. And then I'm going to have additional episodes specifically about the extended editions and the unedited director's editions. There there are no And then when you're done with all those, you get to come on bacon and eggs. And then, yeah. (laughs) So, like, I'm going to be covering the movies for months. And then I start The Hobbit. And that'll be another three months, probably. And then there are three Hobbit movies. Yeah, for some godforsaken reason. I don't think the <laughs> Hobbit movies are going to take you as long. There are three Hobbit movies. No, they're movies. just as long, though. No, I know, yeah, but I don't think people want you to talk about them as much. I, know, I don't think so either. Hour as, for hour. Right. As, lo- <laughs> as long as, as uh, far as I'm concerned, wherever Benedict Cumberbatch is slithering around in a floor, on the floor in a mocap suit. I'm there well, you know, you don't get to actually see that in the movie. They <laughs> do put the dragon on top of it. I wish. It's not like a wild scene where he cuts from like Martin Freeman as Bilbo and it's just like. <laughs> so I want to ask you, uh, what has been most surprising about like a year of podcasting? Honestly, I'm just like, I'm, I'm literally just amazed that I have any listeners at all. Like, I know that sounds like a pessimistic like self-deprecating thing but i legitimately did not think i would have any listeners i could be like my own family doesn't even listen to the podcast so i didn't think i would get any listeners oh did i told you guys how like a month ago we were at dinner and i mentioned something about the podcast and my dad was like oh you're still doing that and i was like yeah sure yep. i am 
My parents listen to popcorn <laughs> culture and they don't listen to bacon and eggs, so I hear you. <laughs> to be fair, popcorn culture is almost entirely about like childhood stories. Oh yeah, about about your oh, yeah that's yeah. true. Yeah. Unfor- yeah, Ethan's Where not they literally their son. Will spend, like- You listen to popcorn culture? What? Do you, Mary Clay, listen to popcorn culture? No, okay. I don't even listen to. I feel terrible because I try so hard every week to be like, "Oh, all right, hello, hello from elsewhere." They have a new episode out. Gotta listen to it. Okay, sincerely, us gonna hit it late to the gonna do it, and every week I fail miserably. I listen to pretty much zero podcasts. <sighs> I feel bad. I so have been listening to books. I just finished The Hunger Games. Oh, how was it? Good. It it was good. There's a random part where the audiobook narrator sings for like ten minutes, and that was nice. pretty rough. Oh, so normally they f- avoid singing in audiobooks. Usually, um, have you listened? Yeah, not to Lord, of the, the Lord of the Rings. <laughs> no, <laughs> haven't. Books. There's literally because I'm not gonna listen to the ones that aren't so on Audible. I, we've been over this. I'm not stooping. <laughs> They're so good. I have. I'm, I'm sure they are. You, when you get them, when you get them on a on a friendly app, let me know. They're all on YouTube. I have each and every one of the files bookmarked on a very legal site. Yeah, and I'm talking about <laughs> I'm talking about the one the in, in an app where I can click and it's and and whatever his name is, uh, mm. Corey Doctor Rob Inglis, who by the way, no Phil Dragish, you did the good one. admit that Rob, what's his face, makes you want to fall asleep and yeah, drive no, off the bridge. I'm not saying the ones on Audible are good. I'm saying the good ones aren't on Audible. Phil Dragish makes me want to fall asleep too. Just so we're clear. What? Also, no, are you kidding same- me? He has like a crackling fire and Hobbit music playing in the background the whole time. Oh, see, I don't yeah. want any of that. Oh yeah. No, his no. The audiobook gets like very. It'll get like randomly intense. Yeah, it's good. And and like dramatic music will come, like, and you're like, oh okay, they have we're finally, doing that now. Audible has finally allowed you to purchase the uh, UK Harry Potter books, and so I think they need to do the same for the. Uh, Lord of the Rings books. Yeah, but Phil Dragish is not like the UK version. He's like a fan who made the greatest audio book of all time. Oh, so it's not official. Is he? I still haven't like found out the... Let me... Let me... Who is this man? Phil... I thought he was in Game of Thrones. That sounds like a Game of Thrones name to me. Filmmaker and artist born in Indiana. No, but you know who's good? The dude that does the Game of Thrones audiobooks. Holy heck. Well, did. Um, he is no longer living, but... Let's clear this up. Uh, first and foremost, I will not be covering Game of Thrones. That's good. Yeah, you don't have ever. To. I have zero desire to read those books. I have zero desire to watch that show. Oh, that's the other thing is that like my hope is that eventually when I start running when I start running out of of Tolkien content, the Amazon show will. So even if I like get can, to a point where oh yeah. there's nothing left for me to cover, you got the Tolkien s- movie. Oh, I yeah, I'm gonna cover that. You could cover all of the Chronicles of Narnia. That kind of fits. Um, possibly. It's basically um, Tolkien work. <laughs> I do remember at one point someone was in in the books. It references like walking trees or something before you even meet the Ents, and I was like. Oh, I'm just—I just have this image in my head of the trees in the final battle in the Prince Caspian movie, and then someone was like, "Um, yeah, it's because it's because C.S. Lewis and J.R.R. Tolkien were like BFFs, and they just stole from each other all the time." Yeah. Also, the Prince Caspian movie definitely came out after the Lord of the Rings movies. Oh, Caspian! That's what we should have covered instead of Arrival, the Prince Caspian movie. I'm excited to talk about Arrival. You guys have been just ripping <laughs> we into this. Also, okay. The opportunity. So we to- Pick a movie 400 times. I just don't care about 
movies. I say to my two friends who have a movie podcast. Um, <laughs> we try to keep it non-pretentious here. They're called films, though. If you could just... Uh, yeah, we're trying to keep it non-pretentious, oh yet we God. covered Arrival. It's a okay, little pretentious. So- so I'm gonna wrap. I'm gonna wrap this up then. So uh, thank you, everyone listening for a year of that's what I'm talking about. Thank you for listening. Um, I can't believe that you are listening. May I don't know. You know, maybe I'm being kind of pretentious here because for all I know, they they clicked exit when we wouldn't shut up about Hamilton 40 minutes ago. Hamilton. <laughs> And they were like, this isn't, this isn't what I came here for. This episode says one year anniversary. This must be a mistake. (laughs) Anyway, if you're listening, thank you. And that's what I'm talking about. I don't know how to end my bonus episode. Apples and oranges. (laughs) Okay.